0: It's a set of numbers they haven't had next to their name since 1997. North Carolina is 4-0, heading into a bye week, and things are looking up. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Saturday, September 23rd. Oh, check that. Literally, the clock just changed to midnight. It's (laughs) Sunday, September 24th, 2023. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast. You're joining me, the host, Isaac Shade, for a very special post-game episode immediately following Carolina's 41-24 victory over Pitt. If it sounds very close to last year, one point off. Carolina won 42-24 last year. Uh, What we're doing tonight, it's just a quick recap following the game. We're going to have our normal full show recap on Monday with three stars, three players, shady stat of the game, weekend wrap, all of that kind of stuff. But immediately wanted to do kind of a mini show looking at a couple quick topics from Saturday's game. And so there's two very specific kind of big ticket things I want to hit on. And then make sure you tune back in on Monday, whether you're listening or watching for all of our great content. So, let's dive right into this thing. First off, it was just an electric day of college football on Saturday. I think I'm obviously talking much happier about it than I would be if the Tar Heels had lost this game. But they didn't, and we talked about it great. I mean, that that noon window on Saturday. Clemson goes down again. They're 0-2 in conference play. Uh, the Ohio State-Notre Dame game that ended while Carolina was playing. I mean, that was ridiculous. Ohio State getting that touchdown as time, ex- well, I guess they ended up saying there's one second on the clock. Whatever. It's like when, uh almost said Drake May, when Luke May hit the shot against Kentucky, and there was like four-tenths of a second they put back on. Anyway, crazy day of football. Great slate. All We had the the Pac-2 championship game between Washington State and Oregon State. Oregon obliterated Coach Prime. Yeah. Anyway, wild stuff. But, but here's where I want us to go first. For Carolina, first true road game of the year. Check. Passed with colors. First ACC game of the year. Check. You love to see it. Ending the losing streak at Pitt. Check. Ending the drought of starting 4-0. Check. Carolina had gotten so close two of the past three years, but just couldn't get over the hump in that fourth game. They just did. That's a monkey off your back. Now you get a week off. Now you get to heal up. And then you get three straight at home, starting with uh, Syracuse. And so, man, just Carolina is in a great position. And here is why. And this is the first big thing I want to get to. The Tar Heels were able to get up off the mat. This is one of the things that I have been waiting to see. How tough is this team? Are they able to respond in big ways on the road in their first ACC game? Mac Brown talked all week long about bullying and, and how tough Pitt was going to play. Wondering, hey, are, are we going to rise to the occasion? Are we going to rise to that challenge? Or are we just going to lay down flat and let them walk all over us? Well, Coach Brown had me feeling confident about it. I was like, I'm hopeful. Carolina can do this. But then the game started, and I did not feel that same hope. Why? Pitt goes 78 yards, 13 plays, takes up 7 minutes and 59 seconds of the first quarter. And they did it rather easily. So now I'm all in my head. I, I'm like, how many drives are we going to get in this game if Pitt's going to keep doing that? We've lost two in a row at Pitt. This is number three. I thought Phil Drakovic was struggling, and now he starts six for six in this game. Of course, this is the game where they find their way. We've still we're we're not gonna get to four and zero. The the that curse is gonna keep going. We can't handle success. Why can't we have nice things? Oh no, our first offensive play is a fumble, but it wasn't. They looked at it, called it incomplete. Carolina drives down the field and scores. Sigh of relief. We're all good. We have responded. We've gotten back up off the mat. But then it happens again. Pitt scores another touchdown on their second drive, and then. Carolina has to punt on their ensuing drive. oh, Right? And you were probably feeling all those same things. This, this is not it. We're we're going to go. We, we just can't handle success. It's over. But these Tar Heels were not going to be bullied. They were not going to have that classic letdown game. They got themselves back up off the mat, and they were ready to fight. And fight they did again and again and again. They just kept responding all game long because the rest of that first half after Pitt scored those two touchdowns on their first two drives here's the rest of the half for them punt punt field goal missed field goal and then, to be fair that missed field goal was at the end of the half and it was uh, longer than they otherwise would have done it so Carolina held them in check after that meanwhile the Tar Heels their final three drives of the first half touchdown 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 And then technically, that middle one wasn't even a drive because that's um, Elijah Huzzy's punt return touchdown. So Carolina responding in a big, big way. And then they just kept doing it. Remember, Carolina got the ball to start the second half. Uh, And their first three drives, touchdown, field goal, field goal. Pitt's second half, re-and-out, interception, fumble, turnover on downs, turnover on downs, interception. They did have the one kickoff return for a touchdown, but that was it, man. That was it without, I mean, that's it. Carolina faces a possible bullying situation and went and proved that they have metal, that they are experienced, that they are talented, and they're ready to do what they have to do to go win on the road and, and start things off. They couldn't win the ACC today, but they could have put themselves in a big hole of even getting a a chance to play in the ACC championship game. And they took care of that first step. Now you got to keep building on that. But that's what they've done all year so far. Building, building, building. Now, was everything perfect? By no means. And again, that's the best kind of games where you win but still have a ton to work on. And you got a week off to go do that now. And so uh, I see this and am very encouraged by it. I know Pitt is not a, a great, great football team this year. But Carolina, I mean, think about Georgia Tech last year. It's that same kind of thing. The Tar Heels win this game. They, they take that punch, they get up, and then they punch right back. Now, as for the second half, there's a lot of frustration that I've heard from people immediately like, oh, terrible play calling. What's Chip Lindsey doing? It's okay, and it makes sense. I want to explain it and talk about it, and we'll do that in just a second. But first, I need to tell us that this episode of Locked on Tar Heels is brought to you by FanDuel. I guess we can put up our little FanDuel overlay, even though we're on like a mini episode. Give our guys some love. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. And if you bet the Tar Heels to uh, cover in this game, oh, did you win big? If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and you can bet on everything, player props, spreads, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So here's the deal. We had all this conversation about um, following the game about Carolina's second-half offense. Basically, here's the deal. Folks are big mad that Carolina shut it down offensively after, you know, touchdown, field goal, field goal. Just handing the ball off, running, whatever. Here's the deal. There was no need. Unfortunately, Phil Dracovic got hurt right at the end of the first half. You hate to see that. But we very quickly learned, you know, there was all that hubbub in the lead-up to the game about, is Pitt going to bench Dracovic? He's he's not been good this year. Uh, We quickly found out why they did not, because what they had waiting behind him, again, all due respect, was not good. (laughs) I mean, just, just is what it is. And so, for Carolina, they're just trying to shorten the game and run out the clock, and the only way you can ensure that the clock is running at the end of every single play Is to hand it off. Now, as uh Anthony Pagnata said on Twitter, our guy who love him says, listen, if Carolina run blocks run blocking better, no one is complaining about the play calling. The goal is to shorten the game and keep the clock running running. Only way to ensure that on every play is to run. It's so true. And so I know, like I could you could see it on Drake May's face. He's getting frustrated, he's getting disappointed. But it, it's the smart play. And I know Carolina went like a couple times they threw the ball, but Drake was getting beat up a bit, right? This is a way to protect him and ensure that you're not getting too much. Um you know, he's not running the ball more, taking more hits than are necessary. Um, all, all of these kind of things. And again, Pitts not doing anything. Let me remind you one more time of their second half drives outside of the kickoff return for a touchdown. Three and out, interception, fumble that Carolina recovered, turnover on downs, turnover on downs, interception. And I hear it. The turnover on downs were game script, right? Because they needed to go for it, whatever. So I I hear that terrible play calling down the stretch crowd yelling right now. I recognize it and I understand why you say it, but respectfully, there was Pitt was not coming back in that football game unless Carolina did something to help them get back in the game, like a pick six or something of that nature. Now I know you could you could fumble the ball and get a scoop and score short, but it's much uh, safer. It's much more capable of running time off the clock, and that's exactly what Carolina was going to do. Was was working to do, and I, I even hear like somebody on Twitter had said something about. Oh, gosh, I want to find the exact tweet, but it was something to the effect of watch, watch what Oregon's doing They're They're attacking, attacking, attacking. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let's get there. Let's get there because I want to I want to read it to you. Um, Maybe it was on locked on uh, on my locked on Tar Heels Twitter. And so, yeah. okay. why do we play not to lose? Three exclamation points. Best QB in NCAA and we can't trust him to throw in the fourth quarter. 17 point lead. And we try to run the clock out for a whole quarter. Watch Oregon game attack, attack. All right, a couple things here. You just said it yourself 17 point lead. That is a three possession lead against a team doing nothing, nothing offensively. So, yeah, you're going to just run the clock out for a whole quarter. You're not trying to run the clock out. You are running the clock out and then letting the Carolina defense do what they're able to do and let or- Oregon. Pitt just keep overthrowing every single pass And to the Oregon side of this watch Oregon game, attack, attack, just like Carolina. They did attack, attack, attack the entire first half. They were up 35 to nothing. They scored again once in the fourth quarter or in the second half, excuse me, to make it 42 to nothing. But then Bo Nix is on the sideline, essentially the entire fourth quarter. They're not continuing to attack. They didn't score again. So, I did watch the Oregon game, and I watched the North Carolina game. They did the exact same thing. I, I don't know what else you want. Yes, I, I know you would rather pile it on, and now I'm speaking this to everybody, not just the person that that tweeted this. You would rather see Carolina pile it on. You would rather win with pizzazz. You'd rather win flashy. But I'd rather win and have a healthy Drake May, and have not done things that might turn the ball over i for one am very pleased with how that game played out and you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me any different and so but but i I, again i hear the argument and i hear why you say that like somebody was arguing for yeah but if you're completing passes and sustaining the drive you're running more time off the clock yeah but if you're completing passes you're not completing all of them right so ah, that's where we are Hey, all that matters, though, at the end of the day, Carolina's 4-0. Drake May's healthy. Elijah Huzzy's a dude. Nate McCollum, fine. J.J. Jones has a career day. Carolina keeps finding people to do it, and I love it. Omarion Hampton, he's back there running hard. Drake May has another two-touchdown uh, on the ground kind of game, the second one of his career, obviously the left-hand touchdown. We're going to get into all of that on Monday's show, but just wanted to be able to touch on a few big ticket things today. So that is it for this mini episode, this response episode of locked on Tar Heels coming up after the game. Again, please make sure you're back with us on Monday. Uh, In the meantime, you can follow the show on Twitter at locked on heels. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac shade. We've got a discord now would love for you to come and join it. We're having great conversation. We started it at the end of last week. A great conversation over the weekend. Would love to talk about this game and others with you. You can email the show, LockedOnTarHeels, at gmail.com. By the way, on that Discord, I'll drop the link to it in the show notes here. Don't forget to subscribe on video and audio format. Smash the like button, and I'd love to hear your comments on these thoughts from today's game. Hey, it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel, especially when a big W coming home from Pittsburgh. We'll talk again on Monday, but until then, peace.